Welcome to the Road to Success on Flat Tires, the podcast that dives into entrepreneurship, wealth, and the secrets to success. You have the training and the talent to succeed, but do you have the guts to fail? I love what I do. When you love what you do, you want to be the best at it. Today is about the power of you. You will change the world. Find your path to success through the journey of those who have succeeded. And now, your host, Zeke. is going on world i want to welcome you to another episode of the road to success on flat tires i hope everyone is having a good ass day um it's sunday march 1st uh my birthday is actually on march 4th which is in a couple days you know a young king's birthday your boy's turning 27 i'm not even sure what i want to do uh i don't even have any plans or anything like that you know, with this corona uh, virus outbreak, I wanted to go out to L.A. for the weekend or at least go to Vegas or maybe even outside the country. But it looks like I'm just going to have to sit this one out because this virus is just really nasty. Um, but so far, I've been in Houston for what? Close to five months now. You know, it's going pretty well. Uh, I should be heading back to Delaware in May to see some family and old, old friends and stuff like that. So. Um, hey, we'll see what happens between now and uh, May. But this episode, we're going to discuss about debit cards versus credit cards, uh, the pros and cons. And um, I'm going to give you guys a take on which one I prefer to use over the other. So let's get started. So what the hell is a debit card? Well, a debit card is uh, is basically linked to your checking account and it can be used instead of cash when you're making purchases. The funds are immediately drawn from your bank account when performing any transaction. Um, they're associated with one of the major credit card companies, such as like Visa or MasterCard. And when you uh, request a debit card uh, from your financial institution, they basically create a pin for you, which allows you to use uh, uh, the, card, the card at the store or at the ATM. So the pin is a four-digit code. It's basically like an access code to your uh, debit card. When you use a debit card, uh, basically the merchant will place a hold on the amount of the transaction and you will see that transaction pending on your account. Now, these holds are, are usually put into place by the merchant, which usually take one to three days. And usually most of the time, the hold is released by the merchant the next day. Uh, once the hold is removed, it appears cleared on your statement as a posted transaction. Um, I've also seen like merchants such as like gas stations, airlines, hotels or car rental companies. They'll basically put longer holds. Uh, since they take longer to file and verify transactions. So like, let's say you went to the store to get like some cookies or something, right? There'll be uh, a hold. There'll be something pending on your uh, your transactions that'll say like pending for cookies, whatever it is, the amount is. And then usually it'll clear the next day. But like if you go to like a hotel or gas station, um, you know, airline tickets or stuff like that, they usually put longer holds on it. Um, if a transaction is pending, whether it's legit or fraud, there's nothing you can do to dispute it or anything like that until it's been posted to your statement or maybe it's fallen off. I usually tell people if you're going to book a car rental, hotel or airline ticket, make sure you have enough funds in your account because they may put a, long, uh, a longer or a larger hold. So just be aware of your balance at all times when you're uh, doing those transactions. 
Now, when you look at your statement and you see POS next to the transaction, that means it's point of sale. That means that basically a debit card was used for that transaction. If you see uh, ACH transaction, that means that the transaction was debited from your account uh, using a routing number and account number, and a debit card wasn't used for that transaction. Now, depending on who you bank with and their policy and what you opted in with your account agreement, you may be able to uh, overdraw your account using your debit card for emergencies at the ATM or when you're like at a point of sale transaction. So if you if you go to ATM or you go somewhere to buy something, you might be able to overdraw money out of your account even if you don't have it. Now they say this benefit is uh, for this overdraft situation is basically for emergencies when you don't have the funds and you really need the money. But honestly, if I was you, I would opt out of this feature because most banks will charge you an overdraft fee for every time you overdraw and use this feature. And they can charge you up to five times a day. So imagine $36 overdraft fee five times a day. That's like, that's doing too much. Now, look, I've worked for many banks before and I've seen people abuse this feature. And probably the most I ever seen was a client who owed like maybe three grand in overdraft fees to the bank in a course of a year. Like, you got to be kidding me. Like $3,000, that's just doing too much. You're just giving the bank free money. Uh, this feature really sets you up for failure. Um, I could see if you could use it once, basically, if you didn't budget correctly. Uh, maybe you just had to get something. You don't have the money. But some people use it like it's a loan or free money. And it's really not because you, you're you're basically paying $36 for every transaction that you do uh, that you're basically your accounts go negative. Now, like I stated um, before, it depends on who you bank with and their policy. Um, there's also like ATM fees as well with your debit card. So if you go to another uh, bank's ATM and you want to get a balance inquiry or you want to do a withdrawal, that other bank's ATM may charge you, you know, a fee for that option or transaction on their ATM. And on top of that, your bank would also charge you extra fees. Um, there also could be limits on how many times you can use your debit cards per month and all that stuff. Like I said, it depends on what type of bank account that you have. So, um, you know, let's go on a quick break real quick and um, I'm going to get into credit cards and other tips. guys and we are back so we're going to talk about credit cards and let me tell you man i love credit cards so much because you know i just know how to manage them properly and on top of that you're building credit so i mean i it's just much more beneficial for me now a credit card on the other hand is like a loan when you open a credit card depending on your debt to income ratio and your credit score and other factors you may be approved by the bank a certain line of credit which is basically called a credit limit a line of credit is how much you spend on your card before the card is maxed out and you can no longer be used, uh, use it for purchases. Each month, you'll get a bill for the amount you spent, though you're only required to cover the minimum payment, which can be 1% of the balance you used and not the whole balance by the due date. Now, if you don't have a 0% APR promotion for purchases with your credit card, then I just suggest you pay the whole balance off or you're going to pay interest um, if there's a balance at the end of the statement cycle. Because credit card interest rates are usually very high, I usually tell people um, to pay your credit card uh, bill in full every month to avoid paying interest fees if you do not have that 0% off promo for purchases. Now, most of the time, if you open a credit card and they usually 
um, I mean, they're going to give you 0% interest free for purchase or balance transfer for at least 12 months. Then you don't exactly have to pay off that balance monthly for the first 12 months since it's interest free. If you don't have that promotion or the 12 months promo has ended, then I suggest to just pay off the balance in full every month. Now, I have seen some deals for like 0% off for like 18 months or like 21 months and stuff like that, which is really insanely good. Now, here's another free tip for you guys if you have a credit card. Whatever your balance is at the end of the month or whatever amount you plan on paying for that month, I usually split that in two and make two credit card payments. So I'll make one payment two weeks before the due date and the other at um, maybe a, a day and a half before the due date. So I basically do two payments because it looks better on your you know your credit report than just one full payment. So you can thank me later for that uh, tip. Um, now, let's say you want to apply for a credit card and you get declined. Don't feel discouraged. Either your debt to income ratio is off. Uh, you may have more debt than income or your credit score just needs some rebuilding. Um, there's another type of credit card you can't apply for, and it's called the secured credit card. It can help people um, with short credit history or like bad credit. And basically, a secured credit card is backed by a cash deposit you make when you open the account. So depending on the credit card issuer, um, you usually put down at least two hundred dollars. But I've seen some people put down as high as ten thousand dollars at some banks. So oh, whatever you put down is basically your limit. The deposit basically reduces the risk to the credit card issuer if you don't pay your bill. Uh, the issuer can just take the money from your deposit. So basically, if you don't if you don't pay that money, then you know they can just take that. They can basically take your money because you're not paying the bill. Um, you're probably asking, well, then what happens if you know you pay back the money on time? If you pay back the money on time, you'll eventually get it back. So just use the card responsibly, and you can improve your credit and build uh, history. And then you can apply for an actual credit card, which is called an unsecured card, at the um, and then they'll give you a limit from that. So I usually tell people to use the secured credit card for maybe at least seven to twelve months, but try to aim for a year, and then you can close the secured card credit card and then get your money back as a refund, and then ask the credit card issuer for an upgrade to an actual unsecured credit card. But my suggestion is I wouldn't close the secured credit card. You can just keep it as a backup and you can still apply for the unsecured credit card. But I'm not going to lie. Some secured credit cards come with a $29 annual fee. So like I said, you can just use it for a year to build up credit and then you can just close it. Um, there's times where some credit card issuers may give you cash back or points and rewards with a secured credit card, but that's highly unlikely. So I usually tell people to just pay the card off every month and then you won't get charged interest. Also, last but not least, there has been cases where people have been denied even a secured card. And I know you're probably wondering, like, how can you be denied if it's your money? Well, my experience working with when I was uh, when I used to work at the bank and stuff, if you owe the credit card issuer um, or the bank money from like maybe a charged off loan or maybe an account got closed that was negative or something went to collections or you're a high risk customer or maybe you just don't have a positive relationship with the bank then they may just decline you. You know, if they either see something on your credit report or you owe money or something like that, they may just decline you, period, even if you're putting down your own money. So um, now after learning some information about the credit cards, let's go on another quick break so I can discuss some advantages and disadvantages.
All right, guys, and we're back. Um, honestly, personally, with me, uh, I never use debit cards unless I need to withdraw cash at the ATM. But y'all know what Drake said. I don't carry cash because the money is digital, B. You know, that's just how I feel. You know, I don't I don't like carrying cash. I only like using my credit cards for everything. I don't know how people carry cash all the time. I just don't like carrying cash. Um, well, let's go into some details about the security risks and the protections uh, credit cards have over debit cards. So what are some advantages for credit cards? Um, you're probably asking, why is a credit card better than a debit card? Some of you believe credit cards are bad or you're scared to use them because of the bad perception about them. You know, people usually abuse or max them out because they're bad with money and they know it's not theirs. So they just keep using it, using it. And obviously you hear stories about this all the time. So I think that's why credit cards have like a bad you know connotation about them because, you know, people are like, oh, I mean, don't get a credit card. Just use a debit card. But let me go into some details about it. So they help build positive credit history, which everyone needs. They provide protection if your card is lost or stolen. Um, they usually have a lot of benefits, such as like extended warranties on electronics, more flexibility, and so on. Um, I also look at it like this. I'd rather use a credit card issuer's money than use my own cash. It gives me more flexibility. And if anything was to happen to my credit card, as in terms of maybe it got lost or someone stole it, my actual money, my bank account isn't affected at all. Okay, so the bank would have, you know, I'm using the bank's money. I'm not using my money. Now, when you get a credit card, it's usually reported to three major credit bureaus uh, called TransUnion, Equifax and Experian. And they uh, they create the reports. If you're responsible with your credit cards and, you know, you pay your bills and everything like that, then your credit will improve over time. Now, why does credit matter? You know, life is challenging. And without credit, you know, I even hear some millionaires personally that would tell me that, yeah, credit still matters. I mean, you need credit. Uh, I remember even like uh, the jeweler and podcaster, uh, Ben Baller, he even said, you know, he put down $1 million or more as a down payment and the bank is still tripping on an $80 late gas payment. You know, you're putting down a million dollars, but they're still like, oh, asking like, oh, why do you have a late payment on this gas bill? So it's kind of crazy. Like, you got to make sure your credit is in order. Um, you may not be even be able to rent an apartment or get a sell plan or put a down payment uh, on certain things because like your, your, your credit is just not good. Or you, maybe you're trying to get a car, you know, you may give, you might get bad interest rate because your credit is just not good. Uh, sometimes you may not even be able to land a job. Some jobs out there, they're looking at your credit. If your credit's not good. They're not going to hire you. So I say a uh, credit score about 700 or above is considered good. Um, I know the perfect credit score is 850, and they only say about 20% of Americans have at 800 or higher. I think if you have at least 730 or higher, you're good. You'll be able to, you'll be approved for whatever. If your credit score is at least 730 or higher, you have good income, you should be good. Um, also, why should you use a credit card over a debit card? Because, uh, like I said before, if someone gets a hold of your credit card, you know, they aren't spending your money in your bank account, they're spending the credit card issuer's money. But when they steal your debit card, they're actually spending your money. So basically, if someone uses your credit card without your permission, you'll have time to report and manage the fraud before your bills do. But with the debit card, the money leaves your account immediately when the charge happens, you know, and when you dispute it, it can take you weeks or months to get your actual money back, which is kind of trash. So that's why I don't understand why a lot of people like to use debit cards all the time than use a credit card. Also, federal law dictates your level of liability, whether you're a victim of credit card fraud or debit card fraud. So debit card protection is covered by EFTA, which is Electronic Funds Transfer Act, and that protection varies. If you report within two business days of learning of the loss, you know, they give you up to $50. 
More than two days after the loss, $500 liability. And then more than 60 days from when you, your statement is sent, this the entire amount. So basically, if you have not reported the fraudulent transactions with a debit card as soon as possible, you face you know more liability with a debit card than with a credit card. Now, with a credit card via the uh, Fair Credit Billing Act, the cap of liability for credit card users are $50. Most credit card issuers don't charge you for any fraud charges. Um, you just get more of a protection regarding credit cards than debit cards. And you don't have to struggle, you know, waiting for your actual money when you do dispute. So that's why I usually tell people, man, just just it's better to have a credit card. It's just it's more safety. It's not tied to your real money. Now, uh, credit cards also offer more benefits such as protection on purchases, uh, extended warranties. You get travel perks. Uh, such as rental car insurance, airport lounge access, concierge services. Uh, You may get uh, baggage uh, protection. You can also get like hard to get vouchers to certain restaurants or like events, uh, depending on the credit card that you have. Um, You also can earn cash back within the range of one to 5% cash back. That cash back is probably my favorite, you know, thing when it comes to credit card. I love getting cash back or you can do uh, points for gift cards and things of that nature, or you can get miles for the airline. So, um, just to sum that part up, it's just, it's just better to have a credit card. It's better to use it for transactions than use your, uh, actual debit card. So, um, let's take our last break before we end it off here on a good note. And, you know, I want my guy Lakey to drop something smooth for us. guys and we are back um now like i was saying with having a credit card there's five major factors on your credit score which is uh the scoring model so that scoring model is like this so it's 35 percent is your payment history 30 percent is your credit utilization 15 percent is your age of credit 10 percent is a mix of a credit And 10% is your credit inquiries. So your credit score and credit utilization ratio is calculated based on the most recent information posted on your credit report. Now, credit card information is updated based on uh, your billing cycles, and it's not real time. So you may have to wait at least a month for your report and score to update itself. Now, credit utilization has a big influence on your credit score, and credit utilization is the ratio of your outstanding credit card balance to your credit card limits. It basically measures the amount of credit you are using. So uh, credit bureaus like will like for you to have your credit u- utilization at 30% or lower to show that you're responsible. Um, if you do go over 30%, um, it's completely fine. I mean, don't bug out, but just your score may come down just a little bit. But I usually tell people just try to get back to 30% or lower because, like I said, the lower it is, the better your score will be. So, for example, let's say on your credit card, you have a maximum limit of $1,000, right? So 30% of that is $300. So if you spend over $300, you've went over your 30% utilization, which is fine to do if if you're able to pay it off quickly. 
but you know they just want you to only spend 30 percent or below but it's it's not required you can do whatever you want um, for that equation, you basically divide your credit card balance by your credit limit and then multiply it by 100. So that's that equation. Uh, now, you're probably wondering why the hell would they give you a certain amount if they only want you to use 30% or lower? Well, let me explain. Um, the purpose of credit score and utilization is to gauge the likelihood that you will repay the money that you borrow. So um, certain factors make people more likely to make late payments or default on their obligations. And one of those factors are high credit card or loan balances. So what that so what I'm saying there is that if you use up more, if you use up too much of your credit utilization, you know, the credit card issuer, the bank, or whatever, they're going to think like uh, this person is more likely to either make late payments or default because they're using too much of, of the balance, you know, so um, the bureaus will lower your credit uh, score to signal prospecting lenders that you may be an increased risk to fall behind on payments. If you do decide to use most of the credit card limit, that's fine, like I said, but just try to pay it off as soon as possible because basically they're going to put on your credit. They're going to obviously lower your score to let other lenders know that, OK, this person is an increased risk. Um, Now, there are some ways to manage your credit card utilization between your credit cards. One, you can set a balance alert to notify that your balance exceeds a certain amount, and then you would just have to pay that down. Or you can spread your charges over over, uh, various credit cards that you have if you have more than one. But this may not always work if your overall uh, credit utilization usage is still more than 30%. Now, you can also make sure your balance is low a few days before account statement closing date. Or last but not least, you can simply just ask your credit card issuer to increase your credit limit. Um, now, if you ask them to increase your credit limit, this will result them in doing another hard hit inquiry on your credit. And then they will have to either re- they will have to review your debt to income ratio again and your income again. Um, and if it's if it's good for them, they will approve the increase and your credit uh, limit will go up. Now, some of you are probably asking right at this point, like, well, what are some of the advantages for debit cards? You know, because that's what I use. Um, so let me just let me just go ahead and explain that. Now, when you're using your debit card, you do have the option to pick credit uh, when you're buying stuff, which may require a signature instead of your PIN. Now, I use credit sometimes because, you know, if, if you use credit, um, you may not want to, you don't you don't trust to put in your PIN number when you're buying something at a certain merchant location. So you, you might just choose credit just because you want to choose it. Um, also the advantage of clicking on credit, the transaction may take a few days to hit your account. This is an actual benefit if you don't have enough money in your account. Um, but that doesn't always happen. So selecting credit may sometimes approve the transactions if you don't have the money. Um, now when you do choose debit, you put in your pin, the money will come out immediately. So like I said, with the debit card, if you choose debit and you put in your pin, they take out the money quickly. If you choose on credit, uh, it may take, you know, a few days for them to take the money out. Uh, so now let's get to the main advantage of using a debit card and the only u- useful benefit I can think of. Debit cards, uh, you know, make it more difficult to spend money you don't have, especially like I said before earlier, if you opt out of uh, standard overdraft coverage, which is that overdraft thing I was talking about earlier where uh, you can overdraw your account if you don't have the money. Yeah. If you opt out of that, then, you know, your debit card will decline if you don't have the money. So, I mean, there are many people out there who do have bad money management and with a credit card, especially, you know, um, and cause that money's not yours, you're basically going to probably max it out and stuff like that. If you're just not good with money now, please do not let people discourage you from having credit cards. There's nothing wrong with having one or a few of them. I have like four of them. I'm real responsible with them and I have very high limits on all of them. 
So at the end of the day, you can keep your credit card. I mean, you can keep your debit card. Um, like I said, for me, I use my debit cards to just take money out of the ATM. I use my credit card for everything else. So, and I'm able to build up my credit history and everything. So to end this, I'll say this. If you don't have the discipline to, you know, spend money that you actually have, then I would just say to just stick with a debit card for now and just work with a financial planner or someone who can help you to manage your money better and then look into getting a credit card and just start off slowly and then you can start building credit. So honestly, I want to thank you guys all. I want to thank the listeners for uh, listening to another beautiful episode of The Road to Success on Flat Tires. I want you to please tell your family, your friends, and your haters to tune in. I love y'all for real, man. Peace out.